We don't want to play a victim to our circumstances. I'm all about empowerment and what you can do to do better. But we live in a fallen world and there is, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to arrive at this perfect state of health because we're just, we're living in a fallen world, right? But we can make incredible progress. We can make so much progress in our healing to the point where we can restore ourselves very much. Hello, welcome to another episode of the show. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. We're joined by Autumn McLeese, who's a seasoned entrepreneur, podcast host, birth doula, and educator with a deep-rooted passion for optimal wellness. As an advocate for holistic wellness and dedicated doula, Autumn possesses a keen awareness of the intricacies surrounding wellness in today's complex world. Passionate about educating others, Autumn launched a podcast to create a platform for shared learning and discussion. Through thought-provoking episodes, she delves into topics like toxin exposure, hidden dental infections, and even controversial subjects such as fecal transplants, heavily censored products, and terrain theory. You can check out her No Better, Do Better podcast on all major platforms by just searching No Better, Do Better on your favorite podcast player. You can check out her social media on Facebook by going to autumn.mcleese and Instagram autumn.mcleese and then her website autumn.mcleese. You can find the spelling of her name in today's episode title. So we're talking about the very things that she is so knowledgeable about. We're talking about the harmful effects of certain foods, how to really go about these certain functional treatments and alternative therapies without getting too bogged down in the, oh my goodness, if I breathe unhealthy air, I'm going to die. If there's mold in my house, I'm going to die. If you've been down this realm, you know that it's really easy to kind of get bogged down in all of the things and feel really heavy in this world around us. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about hep C, which is something she was diagnosed with a couple of years ago and the impact that that's had on her progression through understanding what wellness means. Autoimmunity, we're talking about dental infections, fecal transplants, vagus nerve therapies, and so much more. I hope you enjoy today's episode. And if you want to learn more about the dental side of things, we actually just had Dr. Clayton on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about some of these pieces. So if dental stuff in the functional wellness space and how our ketogenic diets can affect our oral health is brand new information to you, head back on over to episode 441 that launched October 3rd of 2023, labeled Why Dental Fillings Aren't Always the Answer with Dr. Clayton, if you want to delve deeper into this topic. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, my name is Leanne Vogel. I'm fascinated with helping women navigate how to eat, move, and care for their bodies using a low-carb diet. I'm a small-town holistic nutritionist turned three-time international best-selling author turned functional medicine practitioner, offering telemedicine services around the globe to women looking to better their health and stop second-guessing themselves. I'm here to teach you how to wade through the wellness noise to get to the good stuff that'll help you achieve your goals. We're supporting your low-carb life beyond the if-it-fits-your-macros conversation. Hormones, emotions, relationship to your body, workouts, letdowns, motivation, blood work, detoxing, metabolism. I'm providing the tools to put your motivation into action. 
Think of it like quality time with your bestie mixed with a little med school so you're empowered at your next doctor visit. Get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn about your body and how to care for it better. This is the Keto Diet Podcast. Hey, Autumn, how's it going? Hey, girl, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad we get to hang out today and talk about you. It's going to be great. (laughs) I am so excited to be here and share my story with you. Cool. Well, I like to ask all guests that come on the show, what lights you up? Why do you do what you do? What keeps you going? What keeps you fueled? Tell us more about you. Hmm. Putting it on me right out the gate here. Okay. Yeah. What lights me up? Learning about natural solutions to our key root problems that we have in health. When I found that there was this option in the world outside of medicine, that just instantly lit me up. I instantly became passionate about it. I wanted to be aware of the things that were harmful in our food. I wanted to be aware of of better ways to heal myself. So as far as the health realm goes, that lights me up. I'm also very much lit up because I'm a birth doula. So I love pregnant mamas. I love helping them in achieving whatever their goals are. Oftentimes it's a natural birth, a lot of times in the hospital sometimes. And yeah, those are my two areas that light me up. And Jesus, Jesus, of course. Amen, sister. Love that. (laughs) That's kind of the core of it all, right? 100%. You said harmful things in our food. Can we delve into that a little bit first for those that may not be familiar with what you mean by harmful things in our food? Yeah. So basically about my story begins when I read this book years ago called Natural Things That They, Natural Cures That They Don't Want You To Know About. And I learned about things like MSG, nitrates and meat, all these additives and things that are actually destroying our health, contributing to our toxic overload. I mean, just like MSG, for example, they're excitotoxins. They overexcite your cells to the point of death. So Really, that was, I had no idea. And I think most people don't have any idea, you know, that these things are in our food and that they're causing us harm. So yeah, those are some examples. I love that. So how did all this start? Like, were you just a regular human living a regular life and all of a sudden, like, what was the catalyst that kind of brought you into starting to think about the harmful things in our food? And did you get sick? Like, what was the catalyst that drove you to where you're at today? Well, it actually started with that book. So I was watching this infomercial and it was highlighting that book. And normally I don't buy things on infomercials. Like I'm just, you know, this was about probably 17 years ago. And I woke up to realizing he had something. So I got the book, I read it all. And I got online, I started researching and basically came to this place where I realized we need to be our own advocate for what we're putting in our mouth and be responsible and gain an awareness of what is the harmful aspects in our food around us. And so I went to Trader Joe's. That was my first stop. Never been to a Trader Joe's before. And I started noticing that their food was labeled, you know, no nitrates or no this or no that, or we don't have GMOs, right? And so I remember thinking, wow, this feels like a safer place to shop. Now, little did I know that was a long time ago, and I had much to learn since then. You can go much deeper than just reading the labels. But 
it was like my first baby step in helping me realize and think that I was like, I was doing better. And I was, I was doing better than just shopping at the average grocery store, just buying whatever big brand, right? Big corporate brand. So that started a passion in me. And then to no surprise, really, I wound up with an autoimmune disease. And really that autoimmune disease stemmed from my childhood in which I was raised on McDonald's. I was raised on multiple antibiotics, like every year, multiple times a year. And basically it just all caught up to me at about 29, no, 28, 28. And I had just had my first child and here I had this autoimmune disease. So really my awareness took another another step into, okay, what can I do about this autoimmune condition? Because the doctor was just going to give me medication. And my condition was kind of a involved one of our female parts, and it was going to affect my next childbirth. And I very much wanted to have a natural childbirth with my second child because I had a unnecessary C-section with my first, which is how I wound up to become a birth doula. That's another story. And I sought out a holistic medicine doctor. I asked her if she could help me reverse my autoimmune. And she said, yes, I feel very confident in doing that. I worked with her for four months. She was here locally to me in Southern California. And I reversed it. And I went on to have my second baby at home naturally. And that just really catapulted me into the place that I'm at now with the awareness that I have and the the education that I have to uh, passionately teach from. You got me all emotional there thinking about how much fuel on the fire you would have had overcoming this autoimmune, giving birth to your baby as you wanted to, and having gone through probably a lot of the trauma and things in your first birth, unplanned C-section, everything's happening left, right, sideways, and inside out. You're out of control to then your second child having this control and, and understanding what was happening and your body was on your side and that gave me chills. I super love, 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 love that. And I'm, I love that you were able to do that work. I think before we get into, I have a lot of questions around that piece. I do have one question because we're both believers. I had a conversation with a friend the other day and I do see this tendency in certain individuals, whether they're believers or not, that a lot of this work when we, you know, when you went to Trader Joe's the first time and when you started delving deeper into all of these things that are wrong with our world, how do we not get consumed by this, because it's very easy to walk into your local grocery store and like you're just seeing all these bad things, and then you're walking around and thinking, How many chemicals am I breathing up? And you start to get anxiety. How do you manage not making an idol out of all of this and continue to serve your family and not make it this big thing? Because in some cases, like, yes, when you're sick, and a doctor says, I can help you, you'll literally do whatever that takes. And it could be all consuming. How do you as an individual manage that yourself? Mm, That's a good question. So I would say that it starts with perspective and truly like your relationship with Jesus. Because when you know him and you meet with him every day in prayer and in his word, you have the eternal perspective that you need no matter what happens, like this earth is not our home. So that's like, in my opinion, the first place you have to have a good understanding with is heaven is our home. This is not our home. The second piece of that is that truly our lives are in God's hands, right? Like 
we do our part, but then he ultimately holds all of it in his hands. So I could go out and live like a crazy person, you know, super strict, health conscious, all of this, and then walk across the street and get hit by a car tomorrow, right? So it's, I feel like it's all in perspective where we have to do our part. I'm not negating the fact that, you know, we don't want to play a victim to our circumstances. I'm all about empowerment and what you can do to do better. But we live in a fallen world and there is, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to arrive at this perfect state of health because we're just, we're living in a fallen world, right? But we can make incredible progress. We can make so much progress in our healing to the point where we can restore ourselves very much to that place. But it just, for me, goes back to perspective. And, you know, you got to live a little bit too, right? I mean, do I bend the rules occasionally and splurge here and there with things? Sure. Yeah. But definitely when I'm on, when I have a diagnosis, I am in like, I have my game head on. What, what's that? What's that slogan? I'm terrible with sports, so I know not. <laughs> There's anyway, any game or I, my head. Okay, my head is in the game. That's what I'm trying there to say. There you go. My head is in the game, so I'm on a mission to achieve something, and Jesus is a part of that, right? So ultimately, I believe that your perspective in God, your eternity is strong. You know where you're going. You're looking forward to heaven, and then at the same time, but you want to live here. You want to live your best life. You want to live healthy. And so just knowing that you're going to do your best and you just got to give God the rest. Yes. It's really that desire. You know, when I think about it, it's like, I desire to glorify God through my body, understanding that I'm doing my part, but ultimately I will never win and be perfect in this world. <laughs> like I will always feel like I've reached, you know, with, with anything. We were just talking even before we recorded, you kill off parasites. And then three months later, you're dealing with some GI issue. That's life. There's no ending to this until we go to be with the Lord. So it's never going to be perfect. And I can glorify God through my practices and the things that I do. But when I start making it an idol and I think if I just do this one thing, everything will be perfect. That's when things start to fall apart. And it does affect my health overall and specifically my spiritual health. I find that I'm more, I rely on myself more. I just forget to rely on the Lord. And so usually he'll humble us in those moments. So Yep. Couldn't agree with you more. It really can go both ways. Like you can be the more passionate types like you and me, and we have to be careful to not make healing our illnesses an idol. And then at the other end of the spectrum, the average American can be living in a place where food and junk food and all these things that they thrive off of, quote, thrive off of, is their idol. So if they were to move over to here, they would have to break their idol. And then for us extra healthy, passionate people, we have to be careful to, you know, keep our perspective in place. So anyway, I just thought that was... Completely, completely. Always checking your heart, always seeing where those sticky bits are. Couldn't agree with you more. Okay. Autoimmune. I'm sure ears picked up when you said I went to a naturopathic doctor. They said that they could help me in four months. Things were way different. Can you go through some of the things you did? What worked, what didn't, what you hated, what you liked? Can we go into that a little bit more? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, when I was diagnosed, I sought out this functional medicine practitioner and she took a look at my blood work. She said, your blood work is like your, I think it's what my ANA levels. 
and some other things were like equivalent to someone with lupus, but I didn't have the symptoms of lupus and not all the markers were matching up for lupus, but I had major stuff going on. And so she's like, you're a canary in a coal mine. We've got to jump on this right now. So essentially she looked at my blood work. She gave me supplements according to what my blood work said my body needed. And she put me on a diet, which essentially involved, if I'm going to be simplistic about it, no dairy, no gluten. And it actually started off with the candida diet. And so I just stuck to that for those months and literally watched my situation reverse within that time frame. And by the end of the four months, my levels and my blood work were basically normal. They were just almost there, just a matter of points away from normal. And so she gave me the green light to go ahead and, and start looking at having baby number two. So that was an amazing, very powerful, empowering journey. And that's really what kicked off. Wow. Like our bodies are truly made to heal when we give them the things that they need, because clearly my lifestyle at the time was not conducive to supporting these areas. Otherwise I would not have been in the place that I was in, you know, my eating, I had different nutritional deficiencies and my body had gap, my nutrition had gaps in it that it needed help with. And so that's the beautiful thing of seeing a functional medicine practitioner such as yourself, that we can get a glimpse into our health that just mainstream medicine really doesn't give us because my doctor offered no such help or information other than here's a drug, have a nice life. I don't know why you have this. We don't know what you do about it. So have a nice life. How different would your life be had you gone down that path? I know so many of the clients that I work with went down that path and 15, 20 years later, they're like, okay, the path sucks. <laughs> I need a different path. And I think that's what fuels me every day. Like the reason I get up, the reason I do what I do is to, to try to get those individuals thinking, wait a minute, there could be another way forward. I don't want to know. I, I would be in a world of hurt. I would be in a world of hurt. And I would just say that my, because it had to deal with, you know, like I said, female parts, my marriage would have been suffering. I would not have had that natural birth, natural home birth that I so desperately wanted. And I would not be a birth doula. And therefore I would have not been able to have helped women for over 10 years now accomplish the birth that they want, help save women from unnecessary C-sections, help women birth at home. So really, you know, even though my story on that side of the coin involved a C-section for me at first, and then, you know, this home birth, I really feel like, you know, God used that experience to open my eyes and then allow it to fuel me into this newfound passion that I have really seen God's hand in that aspect of my life in and in certain births where we've actually prayed and seen miracles happen. So yeah, I don't even want to know, but I'm so glad that I, I listened and that I went for it. And I just, you know, gathered the grit and the determination and said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what this holistic doctor can do for me. I'm going to follow every word that she says. I believe that God made our bodies to heal. And so I'm going to trust that. And I'm going to go and do my due diligence and my part of tackling this situation. It was January 2023 and I wasn't pooping daily. Yes, we're talking about poop. 
because all of us got to do it. And some of us have a really hard time doing it. And so I've always rotated probiotics and prebiotics and tried to get the perfect formula. And sometimes I win and sometimes the winning lasts like a couple weeks. And then I just go back to being more on the edge of constipation than anything. So when I was approached to try DSO-1, which is a daily symbiotic, a combination of probiotic and prebiotic, I was sent a month's worth and I just thought, yeah, I mean, I'll try it. It'll probably suck. (laughs) After five days of introduction, I pooped four days in a row. So I set up a monthly subscription and I have not missed a bowel movement yet. Not even when I travel, no matter where I go and what I do, as long as I take seeds DSO-1 daily symbiotic in the morning, two capsules with water, I'm good to go every single day. It's a non-negotiable for me. I haven't missed a day since it started helping me with my regularity. If you are looking for something to just work, this could be it for you. Go to seed.com slash KDP. Use the code KDP to redeem 25% off your first order of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash KDP and use the code KDP. I love that. I had a pastor recently tell me that what we think of as miracles is just God's grace. And when you start to just think of it that way, it's like God is so incredibly fantastical that the things that we think are miracles are just his grace. Absolutely. That is it. Like, (laughs) it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Okay. So you went through all the things you overcame autoimmune, you had this second child, and then you became a birth doula. What was going on with your health then? Was it just smooth sailing all the way to now? Or what were kind of the bumps in the road next? Yeah. I mean, you could say for the most part, no real health complaints. I'm very proactive. I keep dabs on my health. I get yearly blood work. You know, I started to get this. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's from American Metabolic Laboratories. And it's like this cancer profile that when I met this holistic medicine doctor that has a cancer center in Irvine, she does this test and she says it's a great way to kind of keep tabs to find if like you ever have like cancer starting to brew. So I decided, okay, like every couple of years as I get older, like I'll start to do that. Cause I'm, I'm just the proactive type. Like I want to know if there's something brewing that I can jump in and tackle. So, but other than that, no, I, no real health complaints. Life was for the most part smooth. I mean, I did have some occasional fatigue, which kind of leads me into my diagnosis, but I mean, I didn't think anything of it because I mean, occasionally we all have some fatigue. We're not going to be hundred percent all the time, but it did become a little bit more extreme, never thought anything of it. And then wound up with this diagnosis. And if you want me to roll right into that, I can. Let's go into it. <laughs> so like I said, getting yearly blood work with our local functional medicine doctor that helped me reverse that autoimmune. So she's seen me for many years and she looks at my blood work this one day there to get my results. And she says, Autumn, what is a matter with your liver? And I say, I don't know. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, your enzymes are through the roof. She's like, I'm going to have to check you for the different types of like hepatitis. And I'm like, what? Like, okay. But I kind of wasn't thinking anything of it. I thought, oh, this is surely like a fluke. I mean, there's nothing wrong with my liver. Like, So probably just bad blood work. So she went ahead and checked and I went and got the blood work thinking there's not going to be anything there. And she calls me back into the office to get the results. And she says, 
well, she's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have hepatitis C. And I went probably ghost white. And the first words out of my mouth was, there's no way I can have that. Like, there's literally no way I can have that. That can't be my blood work. They've got that wrong. We need to redo it. And so she's like, okay, well, you know, we can redo it. But, you know, just don't worry. She's like, they have a medication and you'll do fine. It's got a really high success rate and, you know, you'll do great. Like, I know you're you're healthy enough. You'll do fine. So I walked out of there half feeling like I maybe had this. And then at the same time, like, but no, there's no way I could have this. So for those listening that don't know, hepatitis C is a bloodborne infection of the liver, essentially. And this virus attacks the liver. It leads to inflammation of the liver and ultimately can cause cirrhosis of the liver and potentially liver cancer. And so you get hepatitis C through tattoos, potentially, blood transfusions, shooting up drugs, or potentially, they say it's a little iffy, potentially intercourse. Well, I have done none of these things, like none of them. And as far as the intercourse goes, I've only been with my husband and we did get him checked. He doesn't have it. So I'm like, how is this possible? Like, I had an identity crisis trying to understand how this happened to me and I did not know how it happened to me. And so, you know, we redid the blood work and yeah, sure enough, I have it. And I went to this just very dark place and depressed and I've never been depressed and I did not know who I was. Um, The enemy really got to me. Like he got such a stronghold because this hit me below the belt. Like to have something that you did not quote kind of earn, like a lot of, you know, I didn't shoot up drugs, like somebody that did that. Okay. Yeah. You know, they did something to potentially. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, gosh, like, I mean, I would have probably expected like diagnosis, even cancer probably wouldn't have surprised me as much as hepatitis C. Like what in the world? So I spent some time in prayer. I happened to be in another state at one point when my son was at camp. I went to this church. I went up for prayer at the altar. This sweet couple were one of the praying couples there. And they said, you know, Autumn, they looked at me and they said, God has you and you're going to be okay. And I really felt like that was a message from the Lord because I was in a place where I needed it. And so I started to then turn the page eventually after just much prayer and sorting through and journaling and thinking I'm going to die and then thinking, no, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. And I came to this place of finally getting my two feet back on the ground and finding autumn again and coming to the place where, okay, I've taken my break. I've gathered myself. I'm ready to fight. I've got my grit, my determination. My passion is back. Let's do this because I am not going to do the medication right now. That is not my first choice. The medications for hepatitis C are, most all of them, I believe, are black box warnings, which means they are potentially some of the most serious side effects, deadly warnings. So here I am starting off on this path. Mind you, okay, so one per, they say 1% of the population potentially has hepatitis C. Now there's likely more than 1% because people don't know that they have it. 
So I had no symptoms other than a little bit of fatigue. And symptoms can include, you know, fatigue, low gray fevered, jaundice. That's obviously kind of a given, but I've never had any jaundice either, surprisingly. Loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting. But people get these symptoms and, you know, hepatitis C doesn't come up first in their mind. So one of the first things I did was I caught in a Facebook group for hepatitis C and I post in there and I say, all right, who has any sort of natural options or who has researched natural options for this? And complete silence. Nobody says anything. It's just, well, you just take the drugs. We just took the drugs. We're great. We just took the drugs. So And I just got looking through all the posts and I'm like, this isn't even my crowd of people. Like, I'm just like, man, I can't relate to anybody. And so that was another moment. And then I started researching and I'm like, there is such little information out there for hepatitis C. I mean, there's just this basic information. It's only been around since 1989 was the discovery of it. So as I was researching, I could not find the information that I would have hoped to find. You can find more on cancer. You can find more on HIV than you can on hepatitis C. I'm like, okay, Lord. Oh my gosh. Like, this is crazy, right? Like, and I'm calling all these holistic clinics all over the US, calling up doctor's offices. Have you helped hepatitis C? Okay, you've never helped it. Okay, do you feel confident in helping it? Like, give me some sort of gauge as to like, you know, yes, we feel very positive and and confident that we can put a dent in this. So I'll stop there for now, but that's where I wound up in this research mode and trying to figure out what I could do. And so essentially since then, I have been on this, like a pioneer on an uncharted path, paving my way through a jungle by myself because people just don't do what I'm doing. But do I believe it's possible? Absolutely. And do I believe my body can heal? Absolutely. And so may the Lord use this as he may. I have felt very convicted now to be vulnerable because I had a lot of shame, which is like, Autumn, why do you have shame? Like you didn't get this, but I like adopted this shame, which came from the enemy. So I had to get rid of that. And I have exposed myself and I have come out and I have been vulnerable and I talk about it. And I'm just at this place where God has has said, you know, you got to share this. And so these natural treatments that I have done and everything that I have learned is essentially why I have now come out and changed my Instagram, started a podcast, and really just decided this journey is not just for me, it's for others to learn as well in hopes that by sharing it, others can find true healing and better health for themselves. Isn't it true that we go through shame? I remember I was at a retreat many, many years ago, still suffering through an eating disorder. And I mentioned that I had been struggling through this and people just started treating me differently. And it, it just sucked. And that experience really stuck with me to the point where I stopped telling people that I was struggling through it. I didn't talk about it on the blog for years because I was shameful. Even when I was recovered, I was like, I'm not going to go there. So yeah, I've heard this time and time and time and time and time again. And it's always so much better to use those experiences to help others. And I love that you're sharing this. And I know that there are individuals that may not have hep C, but can benefit 
not only from some of the tools we're going to talk about and what you experience, but also just that dark night of the soul that you experience that I think all of us do when we're hit with something that we weren't expecting, usually with our health and health issues are gnarly. Like I've had many clients say, I would rather go through XYZ than deal with any more health issues because it just rocks you. And so I'm hopeful that through you sharing your experience, not only through the tools, but also in the hope that's provided through just you living and trying your best is a lot of things that people just don't have when they're in the depths of despair, really, when dealing with a health complication. Okay, so you go on this Facebook group, there's literally no one there that's your people. Pepsi isn't a really like common thing. And so what were some of the first therapies that you researched and you wanted to do? And how did those work out for you? So I started with some typical IV therapies that target are known to target viruses and essentially cleanse the blood and boost the immune system. And so those involved vitamin C IVs, hydrogen peroxide, which I had no idea you could put hydrogen peroxide in your blood, but you can. And a treatment called UVBI, which is ultraviolet blood irradiation. And that's essentially where they oxygenate. Well, first they send your blood through this UV light machine, which is supposed to, you know, destroy viruses and fungi and bacteria. And then it goes into a bag and they oxygenate it, which is incredible. Ozone is an incredible treatment for any and all, as well as vitamin C and hydrogen peroxide. And after they oxygenate it, then they send it back through the light and back into you. So I did that. And a lot of these treatments have, you know, a multitude of benefits for all different types of illness and disease. So I would say pretty much everything that I mention, like there's a chance that no matter what you're going through, I mean, obviously call and and discuss it with a practitioner first, but there's a really good chance that these things could be beneficial or maybe just me mentioning it leads you into research to look more into it and see if it might be helpful for you. But I do want to say and preface this, that these treatments that I have experienced, I have still not arrived. I'm still in the jungle, right? These treatments have brought about amazing benefits to my health. They have you know, bettered my health in various ways. And at the same time, we have seen some of these treatments decrease my liver enzymes. Some of them decrease my viral load. And then some of them have been detoxing to the body And because the liver bears the burden of detox, sometimes it has done the exact opposite and it has shot my liver enzymes up. So that has been one of the curious aspects of this journey is a lot of these practitioners, like they don't know what to expect either. Like they're walking through this with me and we're kind of figuring it out as we go. So I just feel like these treatments have been great and beneficial in their own ways in just general health. But as far as them targeting for me particularly, I'm not quite there yet, but you might ask me at some point, some of the things that I'm moving into in the future for treatment that are really cool. One of them involves a fecal transplant, but we can get to that later. Anyway, so I did IVs. I did this oscillator machine, which involves voltage and frequency, which ultimately helps heal the cells through revitalization and can also deal with bad microbes and destroying them. Another practitioner I saw, which I feel like was a monumental point in my journey, just from what I learned from this man, he's in, in Missouri. 
And he was a mainstream medical doctor that went holistic. And he has a center now. He's written numerous books, scientific articles, all sorts of things backing this information. So he deals with four aspects of health, three of them in which I believe you also deal with, and that is heavy metals, yeast, mold, you know, those types of things, parasites. And the fourth one is hidden dental infections. And that one really blew my mind because I did not know that that was even a thing. And I had a friend that was, she saw him, which is how I found out about him. And she was battling lymphoma naturally. And he found this hidden infection in her cavitation from when she got her wisdom teeth removed, you know, when she was a teenager. And she went to see this doctor in Oregon, which, oh my gosh, you should totally have on Dr. Blodgett. He's on Instagram and he is just the most phenomenal dentist. He's like a biological dentist times 10. I mean, he has incredible awareness of health and what can be lurking. And anyway, so this doctor that I saw, he tests your teeth bioenergetically to see if there's any problems. And then he refers to Dr. Blodgett in which Dr. Blodgett does secondary testing. And if they find something, they, you know, remove it, they deal with it. So they had to, you know, kind of dig out her cavitation and they fill it back with some sort of like your own blood serum so that the body doesn't reject it. It's not anything toxic. And so she was able to heal and go back completely clear. And so she cleared that infection from her body to lighten the load. So this doctor taught me, like he said, he's had people that have an infection in the tooth that have had like chronically high blood pressure. They go get the tooth pulled and their blood pressure is normal. And, you know, others that have like cancers and and their cancer just, you know, things start to reverse. And it is insane, the stories, the articles that he has discovered with all these hidden dental infections. And then that has led me into research of like, oh my gosh, these dentists, they are a little too proactive in some cases and possibly not careful enough with what they're doing and, or maybe they are doing things right and just, you know, stuff happens. So anyway, that was a whole new arena of health that I had never even heard of. And so that was a monumental time meeting him. And then I went on to get a vagus nerve treatment. And the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in the body. It's in charge of like regulating your organs, your heart rate, your blood pressure, respiration, digestion. I mean, yeah, it was a stimulating treatment for the vagus nerve to kind of promote healing and wellness. I did a spinal detox. I did the Rife machine. I did this therapy called EBU, which stands for extracorporeal blood oxygenation and ozonization, which is basically another form of ozone, but it kind of like filters impurities out of the blood. And that was an incredible relief for my liver. So that actually attracts the impurities out of the blood and lightens the load. And so that has been incredibly helpful. I've heard stories when I was getting it done. I was talking to the practitioner there. He said people that have had like chronic cold sores in your mouth, the herpes virus of cold sores in your mouth. HPV. Or yeah, yeah. It's helped that. It's helped people with different parasite type issues. 
So anyway, done that. And then another one that I just highly recommend for everyone is called Bowen therapy. And I actually interviewed a Bowen therapist and someone heard it and wrote to me and said, thank you so much for doing this episode. This has essentially cured and reversed my daughter's She had some sort of a problem from volleyball and it helped reverse her condition. And so what Bowen therapy is, it's an Australian modality that it works through the fascia and it signals the nervous system through these little stimulations in the skin. And it can help like alter pain signals and stimulate the nervous system to heal all while, you know, dealing with lymph as well. It's very light and, you know, it's kind of comical because it doesn't really feel like they're even doing much of anything. But if you Google Bowen therapy and you look up, I think his name was Ozzy, it's a fascinating, amazing treatment. And so that ended up helping my viral load and my liver as well. It brought it down significantly. And so go check it out. It's truly an amazing treatment. So those are just like some of my favorites in the last two years with still more to come as we look at, you know, continuing to conquer this ultimately. Whether you're keto, low-carb, paleo, or somewhere in between, electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. This is amplified on the ketogenic diet, but every human requires this balance. When you have adrenal hypo or hyperfunction, this affects your body's sodium-potassium balance. If you get headaches behind your left eye, that's a good sign you need sodium. If you get headaches behind your right eye, that's a good sign that you need potassium. I cannot tell you how many of my one-on-one clients come to me with an imbalance in electrolytes in some way, whether that be displaying in headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleepiness, or seen right there in their blood work or their hair tissue mineral analysis. Much of this is improved with proper electrolyte supplementation. Now, I consume a lot of packets a day. There are days where I'll have three or four packets of Element a day, but I definitely always, always have at least one. And not just any type of electrolyte packets, it has to be Element because there's no sugar, there's no fillers, there's no color, there's no artificial anything. It is crazy what other electrolyte brands will put in their packets. No thank you. Now, what I really, really ultra love about Element is the balance of electrolytes. They have 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Now, right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single-serving packets totally free with an Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share element with a salty friend. Get yours by going to drinklmnt.com slash KDP. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash KDP. An element offers a no questions asked refund. So if you don't like it, contact them and get your money back. No questions asked. I gotta say, walking into my friend's house or jumping into a friend's car and seeing their element packets on the floor or in a little container on their counter, 
It's literally the best feeling. The fact that I get to share this product with you guys and you get to love it as much as I do is such a gift. Again, if you go to drinklmnt.com slash KDP, you can get your free sample pack with any order. Yes, I've started working a lot more on dental infections and dental issues. That's kind of how I got into the root cause work initially way, way back when my husband was diagnosed with mercury toxicity back in like 2000, I think that was like 2014. And we didn't know what was going on. And I didn't understand metals at the time. And so I started researching mercury and amalgam fillings. And he had, I think 12 amalgam fillings in his mouth. He grew up in Germany, and they would just fill teeth with mercury. And so that was my initial introduction into detoxification and binders. And I had him on a protocol for like three years. Um, we had all the amalgams removed. He has a set of amazing gold fillings throughout his entire mouth. That man's mouth is really expensive. That's awesome. (laughs) Nuts. But that was really my introduction into root cause. And then I just kind of like, okay, well, that this never happens to the average person until I got parasites. And then I was like, okay, there's more to this alternative stuff. And yeah, we actually had dentists on the show recently, just a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Clayton talking about dental fillings as kind of useless and why they're happening and how you can reverse cavities. So that was really fun to chat about. And I will definitely reach out it was Dr. Blodgett. I'll reach out to him and see if we'll come on the show because of this stuff. I'll send you his Instagram as well. He does the Toxic Tuesday every Tuesday and just shows. He's even dealt with these infections and people's eczema goes away because they've pulled out the, the toxic tooth, the source of it all. Isn't that nuts? That is so cool. That is so cool. To try to find resources for dental work, I've been trying to get a 3D cone beam scan for about three years. And it's impossible to find resources for this. So I'm hoping over the coming years, this will become more and more and more mainstream or like mainstream to the functional folks, at least where there's more options. Girl, high five. That is our mission, right? To make the alternative more mainstream. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of which, fecal transplants, I would love to kind of end there in our conversation about these alternative treatments. Can you get into more about that? The what, when, where, how, why? (laughs) Yes. So there is a doctor and she's had to put a, a slight pause on fecal transplants because her findings recently with, we'll just say the latest shot in these last two years, unfortunately, she found some very disturbing things in the microbiome of people that got it. She had a trial group of 40 people before they got it and 40 people after she followed them for many months. And anyway, wound up discovering some things that were very disturbing. So we'll just say that she used to be the government's right-hand man, the FDA. She did over 300 clinical trials for them. She's been a gastroenterologist for over 30 plus years. And so she's having to put a little pause to it. So as soon as she can start it back up, I will likely be getting that. But she has her own lab in LA. She's a very well-known doctor. And she has a book that's hilarious. Because she's done fecal transplants for so long, she did, wrote a book about it. And um, the book is called Let's Talk Shit. I just thought it was the funniest name for the book. So she has done these fecal transplants. And it, obviously, we know that they're helpful for people with C. diff and you know different types of conditions. I've you know heard some holistic doctors talk about how it, they could be incredibly helpful for people with cancer and just other conditions. 
So I was, uh, was doing an interview with her and we got talking afterwards and I was telling her, cause she's my type of doctor, right? I was telling her that I have this hepatitis C. Oh, and by the way, I have to say she was the third doctor to tell me that I got hepatitis C likely from a nail salon. I had heard potentially the dentist, maybe from like sharing a razor with a girlfriend, hard to say, but more likely so from a nail salon. So for that, there's that. For those of you that want to be careful, she said the only nail salon she goes to is ones with an autoclave where she knows that the instruments can be disinfected properly. So I was talking to her and she said, you know, we have seen astounding results with fecal transplants and like bloodborne diseases. You should really look at getting one. She said, do you have kids? And I said, yes. She said, how old? She chose my youngest because she said the youngest child has the most bifidobacterium. And that's really what you're looking for. In fact, she said the people that got COVID the worst or even have like long COVID or, you know, had a real struggle with it, they have found in their lab that those people are severely lacking bifidobacterium. So she suggested that I look into the fecal transplant that I consider sending in mine and my daughter's stool sample so that they could um, analyze it and see if she would be a good prospect, especially because she's my offspring. There's not as much to consider. I obviously know her life, you know, and, and her lifestyle. And so she would likely be a great donor. So We did meet with her and this is coming in the future as soon as she can do it. Right now, she'd have to go to Tijuana or the Dominican Republic, she said, because they are not happy with her that she found these results, which affected people's microbiomes. And she has been sharing about it publicly on interviews. And so it's not going so well. So she's got to kind of slow that down for a minute here. But it's incredible what a fecal transplant can do because essentially you are kind of getting a chance to redo, repopulate the microbiome from another healthy candidate. And this has shown incredible results. I remember seeing a picture of someone with alopecia before their fecal transplant. And then afterwards, they had a full head of hair. So it really, the microbes of the gut are so powerful. And like she shared with me, they can be so powerfully entwined with you know, your blood, and then obviously in my situation, liver infections, that it could be just what I need, just what my gut and my body needs to essentially step up and completely overcome my circumstances. But overall, they can be beneficial to so many conditions and for basically anyone, as long as they're a good candidate, you know, and you're seeing a doctor or practitioner that does them often. That's incredible. I am so hopeful for you. I am excited for all the information that you're going to share in the future. And I know that there are individuals that were encouraged through our conversation of just you sharing how challenging this has been for you of just dealing with this. So I appreciate, I'm really happy that you're sharing about this. And I hope that that shame that you felt doesn't enter into the equation again, because I know that through all of this and your passion and your hope and also on leaning on the Lord in these circumstances that you can change a lot of people's minds about things. And you're really at the forefront of all this. So that's really amazing. Where can people find more from you and follow along with your journey moving forward? 
Well, and I just want to say back to what you said is that's exactly my desire is to encourage people and to help them know that there are options out there. And they obviously have that with your incredible show and the interviews you do and all your wisdom, but just, you know, Hey, third party here coming in to say it's possible. And there is so much that you can do out there outside of the mainstream medicine, which comes with so many side effects and things, you know? And so for me, the medication, I mean, it's probably, you could say last on the list. I definitely have things to work through much prayer to be had about if I take that step, but ultimately be encouraged and believe in yourself and gather that grit and determination that you can do this. But then also you have to depend heavily depend upon the Lord as you take those steps, because it can be a little bit of a roller coaster. All right. So people can find me at autumnmcleese.com is my website. At this time of the recording, it's a little bit under construction, but lots of exciting things coming there with birth and health related things. And Instagram is autumn.mcleese. And I'm also on Facebook as autumnmcleese. So I'd love to connect with you there. I share most of my journey on Instagram. I am on TikTok as well. Haven't been as present over there recently, but There's that. And this has been such an honor, Leanne. Like, I love your show. I love what you're doing. I love you and your heart and your mission. And just may God bless you for all that you're doing and helping people and glorifying Him while you do it. Autumn. Oh, right back at you, sister. Oh, this was so fun. I really enjoyed connecting with you again. And I'll be sure to include all the links in the show notes and explain it multiple times so people can connect with you. Thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, it has been my honor. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our time with Autumn. Again, you can find her on her website, Autumn McLeese. And probably the best place to go for more information is to check out her Know Better, Do Better podcast. And you can just look on your favorite player wherever you're listening to this and check out her episodes. Okay, we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next Tuesday for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Looking for more resources? Go to healthfulpursuit.com for keto meal plans, weight loss programs, low-carb recipes, and oodles of free resources to get you going. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representation or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 